Welcome to another episode of The Big Question presented by Friends of Film, podcasting an in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss if Avengers 4 needs to kill the original Avengers or not. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, and this week I'm joined by Josh Daly. As usual, I'm kind of like waiting for like, do you think it'll ever be a day where you're like, and I'm joined by, and then I, my voice does not <laughs> chime in. You're not here no longer? You're not here It's anymore? like, there's no announcement, it's just like, I'm not, I'm gone. Yeah, it's like, and joined by this week. It's not Josh Daly, it's somebody else. And then that'll just be the running gag. It's like, Josh is gone. <laughs> yeah, or you just keep introducing it as that. Just have somebody uh, poses you. I don't think anyone could pose as me. I don't know. I'm not that predictable, am I? No. Yeah, see, there we go. You just got to throw in a couple uh, John Mulaney references, mm-hmm. and uh, you're good the, to go. The word pivot once or yeah. twice. <laughs> a pivot. And mention the latest profile you read in yeah, GQ. Yeah, GQ profile. What else is there? Um, you know, a random legend Star Wars character. Ah, and, uh, yes. You're good to go. That's all you need to be, Josh Daly. Legends are bad. Well, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> That's oh. all to you. That That is all that makes you up. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Josh, where can people find us online? That's a great question. If they want to know what GQ profile I am reading or pitching, mm-hmm. they can find me on Twitter. But you can find the Friends and Film stuff on Twitter at Friends and Film. And you can get the rest of our episodes, episodes <laughs> and um, big questions that we are answering on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And if you can, please rate us um, and review us so that we can get a better ranking. Yeah. That's what they're all about. The three R's, rate, yeah. review, and rank. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should mention this. I, mean, I, don't really, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before. But we're always open to suggestions for the big question as well. So if you enjoy these discussion episodes mm-hmm. and you have a burning question that you just need the Friends and Film podcast to answer, uh, send it to us. And yeah. we'll definitely put it in consideration and probably answer it. And then we will give you a shout and you'll be very happy about it. And we'll be happy about it because we know you listen to the show and it'll just be a great day for everybody. Movie question. Well, movie question specifically. Yes. yes. But Only. <laughs> we will get to the bottom of it. Yes. You ask it. Even if it's something as um, top as untopical and as specific as Josh wanting to do a what's the best example of time travel in movies. Yes. Which or is something we are considering doing in the future, but not yeah. today. Still more research to do. Yes. We've got to figure out every example of time travel and really, really dive in and dissect mm-hmm. it. And one movie that could have time travel in it is Avengers 4. And that could explain potentially why some of these heroes die, or maybe why they won't die. And that really led us to the big question this week of, does Avengers 4 need to kill the original members? Um, this was kind of spurned on by uh, Chris Evans and his tweet this week, where he was basically saying, hey, I've had a really great time playing Cap for the last eight years. It has been a pleasure. And it was like, has? Mm-hmm. Past tense. Uh, excuse me, Chris. <laughs> Uh, are you leaving us? You better not be. And then he immediately signs up for a new Ryan Johnson movie. And it's just mm-hmm. like everybody's scared and terrified that this means Cap is a goner. And personally, I am not ready for it. I can't handle it. I'm not ready to say goodbye to my captain. Mm-hmm. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> and so I just we, we got to figure this out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm being very transparent here. Uh, yeah. Does Avenger 4 need to kill the original members? I am going, no. They don't. They don't have to. Okay. Will they? Maybe. Probably. Okay, yes. <laughs> but should should they? Do they? I'm going on the no side. Okay. 
Gotcha. Like, I feel like you're against me, Josh. You're no, not I, as I'm into not. the MCU. Um, you don't have the affinity, oh. the love that I do. Yeah. So maybe I'm too. I'm too um, emotionally involved. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what's happened? A little bit. Yes. Um, my biggest complaint after Infinity War was, where's the stakes? Where's <laughs> the, uh, where's the beef? You know, half the people died. Uh, yes, but in a, in a quote, great. quote unquote, yes. Died. And some of those halves of people spoilers for infinity war half yeah. of those people <laughs> half of those people had sequels lined up pre-written being filmed currently at the yeah. time of the movie's <laughs> launch you know and that's where it's coming from mm-hmm. and the only people who didn't have sequels lined up scheduled pre-written or left on their contract were left alive and it was like what <laughs> so i'm here to say they need to kill some of the OG. Okay. OGs need to die. And then as a corollary, Disney and Marvel as a whole need to get rid of some of these people. Need to kill these people. Um, well, kill the people, not or, the characters. Kill the kill no, some of the original. It's adventures. not enough just to get rid of Tony Stark. You have to go and actually kill Robert Downey Jr. That oh, is what Josh is man. proposing. The royalties are just going to be such a pain in the butt. To I pay. mean, they have to have insurance on him, right? Life insurance or oh, I'm something. Sure, Chris so, Evans and Robert Downey Jr. are. I'm sure Robbie Downey Jr. has hundreds of millions. Yeah, of dollars I mean, in his they name. probably insured you know Chris Evans's beard for <laughs> at least ten million. So <laughs> that's that's a big payday coming. Um, so you so you are on the side of yes, yes, they need to. Okay, well let's let's touch on that first. Right. Why do they need to kill the original members or some of them? However, you want to divide it up. Um, before we get that though, I just would just remember, I want to go back to what you're mentioning. Mm -hmm. Some people who did die could stay dead. I mean, Loki happened before the snap Mm -hmm. vision lost the stone from his head. Sure thing. Zoe Saldana's Gamora was sacrificed to get a stone. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those could, those will probably stick if I had to guess. Yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, Loki's getting a mini series on the Disney streaming service. Gamora could be central to the plot of Guardians Three, and mm-hmm. Vision could be brought back through Scarlet Witch's hexing powers. Very possible. Or maybe he just can exist without the stone. Potentially, they just fix him up in Wakanda real quick, and blah oh, blah blah, yeah. blah blah. You know, you know, Shuri was. Oh yeah. Basically done. But the rest of them are probably coming back, and so I think that does point to not necessarily a need to kill them but a signal that this is possibly coming, if not likely, that the people who are alive are probably goners. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why do you think that that needs to happen? Because for, for exactly what I just said, stakes. We, we, there has been some really great, deep, impactful moments in this, the Marvel franchise. Um, most specifically, Winter Soldier, Civil War. I would call probably like the heart and soul of like feeling some kind of pain mm-hmm. in these Marvel movies. Um, Captain and Bucky squaring off Captain and Iron Man squaring off. Um, and we've never had anything really resounding that isn't somehow repaired or, you know, cleaned up or swept up mm-hmm. near the end. Even Captain America and Iron Man's fist fight, you know, at the end of Civil War was like, hey, you're still my buddy. Here's my cell phone number. Give me a call or, you know, call me maybe. And I was like, 
oh, he still cares. Yeah. That's, that's great. And all the people <laughs> in prison got broken out or cut deals mm-hmm. for time off, I guess is the best way to say that. So it was like, what was all that for then? You know, other than just to fight and then introduce Black Panther, which worth it. But, you know, and so if you're going to hype up your biggest movie ever, mm-hmm. the most insane crossover of all time, I've got to be, I've got to, you know, feel the weight of all the last 11 years mm-hmm. of films and killing some of the originals is why the story needs to do that. And there's, I know that there's other ways mm-hmm. to get them off screen in an emotional way. But these movies are going to be about sacrifice. Someone's got to sacrifice. Is that Robbie Downey Jr.? Is that Captain America? <laughs> is that Hulk? Um, is that Thor? They're all, they've all completed these arcs and have, kind of fully actualize themselves as characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Downey Jr. maybe, maybe not, but yeah, probably. So they just think the time is right. Yeah. What more can you, you, you could do a lot with the Taika Waititi and Thor, but what more could you do with Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, um, and Robert Downey Jr.'s character? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really see it. The, you've run out of road and anything more is just, um, Ah, I mean, it's just superfluous. I mean, I don't... I, I understand where you're coming from. Right. That it adds stakes. It definitely would. Um, I mean, that was one of my very first thoughts when the movie ended, when Infinity War ended was, all right, well, I feel like they, they got to reverse the snap because you can't just, like, bring previous versions of those characters into the present. Like, that doesn't... I don't, I, I don't think that's a satisfying way to bring the dead people back. Sure. So, in a way to bring them back the people who survived have to sacrifice themselves to Hmm. restore but then it's also like well if that if that like one for one swap has to happen throughout the entire galaxy then it's like nothing changes correct half the galaxy is still Mm -hmm. the galaxy population is still cut in half sure it's just now different people are populating it exactly uh, you'd have to like it'd be, it'd be like some kind of like cruel and unusual punishment for yeah villains. like we'll take all the bad guys <laughs> right. and exchange them for the good guys exactly but that's not how thanos the snap works no so it's, like you'd have to take another half of the population to get a, the good half but even though i do have questions messy. about the picking and choosing of them like of who died because i was thinking like all right what if like there's a plane and mm-hmm. it's full. It's got 200 people. And the pilot is the only one who is snapped. <laughs> oh, that whole plane goes down, right? Yes, yes. So that unbalances the death. Uh, um, yes. Like, I get. No, <laughs> but maybe. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it's, that's not something we need to get into right now. But it's just like, I've been thinking about that for the last like, two days. I'm like, how does that work? Um, so maybe, maybe they Maybe it doesn't choose the pilot because it knows if it chooses the pilot, then it kills the other people. I don't oh, know. I think it's totally random. It could be very smart. That's why the helicopter crashes. Yeah, but what What about the other... If there was another person in the helicopter... He's gone too. Yeah, sucks to be that dude. <laughs> Man, too bad. Um, so yeah, I mean, I understand that, it, yes, it adds stakes to these movies. Um, I think it makes sense that, it, like, in the grand scheme of things, that, like, these characters that have spent years dedicating their lives to saving the planet mm-hmm. um, and the universe ultimately have to go out doing what they've become known for doing. But at the same time, like I may be like jumping a little bit ahead of what we talked about before, but I feel like it 
fits in well now. Um, this idea of like sacrifice, I feel like isn't like something that, I mean, yes, it happens in movies a lot, happens in heroic tales a lot, but it's also doesn't happen in every single movie. It doesn't happen in every single story. Right. Um, you know, like Luke Skywalker, like let's say seven and eight never happened. Mm-hmm. People are going to be disappointed if they watch those movies now. Like, oh, Luke, Han, and Leia all made it out of episode six alive. Right. No stakes. Mm. No. It's, I mean, it's different, obviously. Sure. But because I mean, we spent, you know, 11 years with these characters, some of them up to nine or ten movies. Yes. And you you, you really dive into these characters. We understand mm-hmm. the MCU is not ending anytime soon. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a passing of the torch, kind of. Pre- precisely. So... But at the same time, like I just I feel like there's a way to end the story from what we know of these characters right now and keep them around because I mean, is it really like that perfect of an ending? It's like, oh, after all of these years, they have to die to prove that they're the hero? Or is it more heroic for them to go out on top? Someone you're <laughs> I'm uh, um can I amend I want to amend my position a little bit okay. here just just slightly it's not drastic or flip flopping over uh-huh. to, or to no but it's someone or a few need to okay like it's it's not um it's not a whole I'm not arguing for yeah you slay, <laughs> slay you, everybody you slay yes. Cap Thor um Ruffalo uh-huh. his character I forgot Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Banner. Banner thank you Bruce Banner or Hawkeye exactly or, yeah. um but somewhat some one or two or three need to go down mm-hmm. in some kind of way. Um, and in arguing exactly the star Wars analogy you just made, they ended it and it was happy, happily ever after with the characters we known to love. And for 40 years they had their ending mm-hmm. until they got brought back. And what's the first thing that happens or they not the die. first thing <laughs> that happens, but um, in episode seven, Han Solo mm-hmm. cut down. Luke Skywalker fades into oblivion. Luke yeah, but he's Skywalker, coming back. As a Does that cheapen it? A little, uh, it, it cheapens it a little bit um, as he fades back in, but we're, the audience is trained to feel the death, but also accept I guess. a ghost. I was listening to back. a Star Wars podcast that they were talking about how, like, you know, the MCU or super movies in particular, like, bother them because there's no stakes. Like, you know, People mm-hmm. don't die and stay dead. And I was like, you're talking about Star Wars where people, half of them die and they come back in a sure. ghost form. <laughs> I, I, I get you. I get you. I get that. Um, yeah. I, okay. That, I think that's a fair criticism of Star yeah. Wars. But when you know Star Wars is, Star Wars has trilogies and there's mm-hmm. a finite end to them. Whereas this story is like this is a never-ending story. It really yeah. is. It is a machine that will crank out films and uh, interconnect them all in some kind of ways. And when you want to have something earth-shattering, you need to have something literally earth-shattering for fans mm-hmm. or for, for fans because for the story, but and for everything, the story yeah. and everything like that. Um, some of those things, I think, as you were kind of alluding to, can be done differently. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark doesn't have to die no i mean captain it... america doesn't have to die but we've reached the conclusion of their stories mm-hmm. and to i'm argu- arguing death is so weird but <laughs> um 
There's a finality to it, though. There's obviously. a there's a finality to it where, especially, cons- I'm going to hone in on Robert Downey Jr.'s mm-hmm. character. Okay, someone who's. And almost every movie still acted incredibly selfishly. Like, even all the way through Iron Man 3. Yeah. Top five of Marvel, Marvel movie. Oh, boy. Don't at me. We'll, we'll get to that eventually. Or you can at me. I don't care. I'll <laughs> argue it. It's so good. Um, he's still acting in self-interest the entire way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we've finally gotten to a point for him where it's like, all right, it seems to be that he's defeated that in a little ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Civil War being an example of that, where he's like, okay, well, I'll give up my freedom to help the greater good. Turns out the greater good is, you know, is what it is. Captain yeah. America sees it differently. And what's next for him? Give up literally everything, which is sacrificing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor 2 perfect example someone who's literally lost everything so what's the last thing you give up yourself obviously would hate to see that happen right perfectly logical i mean there's literally no road left for thor at Mm, all i disagree i mean his home's gone his parents are dead and you know so it's like it's kind of like these things where like keeping them around is just like okay pal we get it and death is the only way the, to move past. Are it. those the two that you're like, all right, well, if they're killing people, like it'll be Thor and I'm not Iron sold. Man. I'm not sold on Thor because I think Thor's and Chris Hemsworth's potential is mm-hmm. just there. And I think that's something Disney's aware of. But Iron Man is a goner for sure. Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye, mm-hmm. who's Clint Barton. Barton. I was going to say Eastwood. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's a, um, there's a low level presence to these characters where you're just like, they could impact the story. Clint would for sure, mm-hmm. but Tony Stark, the godfather of all of this, yeah. would be the per- would be a fitting end to saving mm-hmm. the last eleven years of saving, if you will, the universe and cap the last eleven years for Marvel. Yeah, or for um, Earth. I mean, I'll throw out my pitches for how they can stay around. Okay, uh, I'll probably agree with some of these. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's tough because there is a twisted part of me that like would be interested to see how Marvel would actually pull it off and like actually kill these characters um, and do it in a way where they don't pull punches and they do it in a way where it's like, we're doing this definitively. We're not bringing them back. Mm-hmm. But then again, we're talking about Disney. We're talking about Marvel, which is a mostly happy family friendly er franchise and something that not say that I don't think they have the guts to kill major characters necessarily, gotcha. but I think it's more in line with their thinking and their model that, you know, my kind of not dream, I guess, but like the thing I've like, they've been talking about that massive scene of like, Oh, everybody's there. Mm-hmm. Like literally everyone. Gotcha. And I'm like, what on earth could that be? Like, unless it's like a, revisited battle of Wakanda where instead of like people are on Titan and people are on Wakanda and like some people aren't there. It's like, everybody's there now. Maybe that's what it is. But like, wouldn't it be like, I don't know, kind of sweet if it was like Tony and Pepper's wedding and it takes place like a couple years after and Pepper's like had a Pepper's like, you know, pregnant mm-hmm. and they're married and like Steve's the best man or something. And yeah. And everybody's mm-hmm. crying and, 
like he ret- he just retires and goes have a goes and has a family and Stark Enterprises is no more or he just passes the reins off to his adopted son basically Peter Parker and now he is the head of sh- he is the head of Stark Enterprises and that's how we like we get that story I think that would just be so yes magical and you would get the waterworks going without mm-hmm. having to kill him absolutely like and that would be a, that would be that that some someone should paint this mural thank you of pepper and tony's wedding with all of the avengers you get everybody lined up row to row and with um uh war machine flying over it with fireworks coming <laughs> out the back you know yes that would be that would be lovely that would be beautiful uh, and that would be I, I would yeah i would like see that I'd be like oh lovely mm-hmm. fantastic but there is also a grit to Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean, they began, they began, 2008's Iron Man is the grittiest Marvel movie we have. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's either like that or like Winter Soldier, I would probably. Yeah, Winter Soldier's cleaned up a little bit with the CG. Yeah. Yo, I mean, yeah, if you're going in terms of like production value and like how the movie actually kind of looks, then yeah, I'd go Iron Man. And attitude. Winter Soldier doesn't really have too much of a dark, well, I mean, it was Civil War has some dark stuff too. Yeah. too. Literally the choking out of, <laughs> of Stark's parents. Um, yeah, like that would be lovely. But at the same but you time, would rather Tony, than die. I don't know, Tony I would not rather. I just think Tony Stark's a tragic I figure. Mean, and I think there is like there would be a great arc at the end of the day, like if Tony died, because you know he attempted to you know you know put his body on the wire, and you know. Because mm-hmm. there's the line, the conversation between Cap and Iron Man from the first Avenger. He's like, yeah. you want to be the guy that would like lay down on the wire and you know sacrifice yourself. He's like, I would just cut the wire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're always looking for the easy way out. Yeah. And so there'd be kind of a great finality to it of him finally sacrificing it all to save the day. And I get that. But I also think it would also just be a great way for him to go out personally I mean, I think it also works story-wise, but just for him to, you know, realize that there is more to life than himself and that he can have a family and he can like go off and he understands that the world is protected with or without him mm-hmm. and that maybe he's even been the cause of quite a few of these incidents that have caused him, you know, so much PTSD over the years. Sure. So um, that's how I would keep Iron Man around. Thor, uh, yes, Asgard is gone, but in the comics, there's been... Um, precedent for a new Asgard being born in Oklahoma or in the skies of Oklahoma. Don't want that to happen. (laughs) Um, Instead, you go to Norway where his dad died and they build a new Asgard there. And Thor is just the new king of Asgard. So that way he is a ruler. We don't see him in action. He's just off on on his throne doing his own thing. And we can get like a Valkyrie adventure mm-hmm. and like maybe Hemsworth pops up for a cameo or something, but like we don't have to see him. He's not the savior of the day anymore. Like he's off on his own adventure. Yeah. Um, Cap is probably the trickiest mm-hmm. and that's what pains me the most because okay. <laughs> I don't, to me, like one of the questions I've had, I had written down was like, you know, how can these people like be kept around and still be true to their characters? Like, these guys have risked, these guys and girls have like risked their lives for years saving everybody. Can they actually step aside 
and not lose a piece of them. Right. Without, I mean, um, you love continuity. It's one of the things we argue about all the time. And like films like that doesn't really make sense in terms of continuity. I'm like, I don't care. It's funny. It's cool. (laughs) I love the explosion, whatever the case is, or I'll say the, the moment needed it. Um, yeah. How can you continue adventures and then be like, oh, the world's ending. Mm-hmm. Where's, where's Thor and Iron Man, the most powerful heroes we have? Why aren't, why aren't right. they right here before us helping us save the day? And it's like, that's actually a great question. Like when they started this shared universe, everyone during Thor 2, when he pops up back in London, are like, why isn't Iron Man and Captain America mm-hmm. there to save the day? This is so unrealistic. Yeah. Like th- th- that was the things before they're like, these are all happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think it was the... Uh, yeah, I mean, explanation or something like uh, that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Thor was galaxies away. Captain America's. Yeah, I mean, and like the, the London. Yeah, I mean, the London stuff. I mean, the Iron Man theoretically could get there, but if Iron Man takes place before, or Iron Man 3 takes place before Thor 2, then he's already destroyed all of his suits. So theoretically, he doesn't have any suits to actually get there. Precisely. But yeah. he's also been, There's, as we know, been building in the time since. Correct. The, pay, pay, there was pains taken to make sure all this lines up in some way better or worse yeah and like you said how do you explain that away so death is one way to do it they literally just can't make it sorry their phone has been deactivated the number doesn't work or whatever the case is yeah yeah i mean that yeah i mean death is definitely the easiest way out i mean the the most popular theory i think even one you would subscribe to for captain america yes is that he goes back in time Mm-hmm. Through the events, because a lot of people expect Avengers 4 to be a time travel film in some aspect, and that the movie ends happy fashion for Steve Rogers, where he goes back to the 1940s and he gets to be with Peggy Carter. Specifically, meets Peggy Carter at the Swan Club. Swan Club? Well, it has to be different, though, because, like, unless she went there after his death. Exactly. That's the romantic part of it. Yeah, I mean, that could happen. We don't see that part. But you, knowing like she walked in there and was like, and just like had a drink. Maybe he survived and yeah. he'll meet me there and this will be it type of a thing. See, so. the question I have about that is I think that still adds questions to the, well, can Cap still be Cap? Because he would then have to exist in a timeline where another version of himself awakes in the in 2010, 11 mm-hmm. and becomes Captain America. And he would exist in the 40s knowing that was all going to happen knowing all these events were going to come yes. in some in some way unless it's, unless it resets the timeline but if if he goes back to the 40s and time and like events don't change then he would have to be he'd have to stay out of action for all those years still with super soldier serum still with a slowed age um aging is that canon i don't know if the slowed aging is canon but yeah. i mean that's at least how it is in the comics okay but. My my thing is, he just grows I old, mean, dies. Bucky, I mean, Bucky was frozen, so I don't know if that still works. But Bucky also super serum, super soldier serum in him, and he looks just as good as he did in the 1940s as well. And he's and he's were, been active. They were carbon freezing him. Yeah, so but, he, like, but like they, how fr- often were you using him? Frosting him off. How 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 well does that preserve your unfreezing and and freezing him back every couple of weeks for 50 years? I mean, week by you're basically living life week to week, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, uh, I don't know. That'd be uh, interesting. <laughs> Put that down for the time travel episode. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just not sure like how Cap could, you know, in his spirit, 
exist through the 1940s, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, see all of these wars happening across the world, all these tragedies that he would know were coming because he traveled back in time and he read up on world events after he awakened Mm -hmm. and he would just sit that out. Yeah. See, that's something very interesting to think about. But again, like I said earlier, (laughs) don't worry about it. I worry about it. The moment, the post credit scene is him tapping her on the shoulder. Now see, Hope I'm not too late or may I have the stance and then they dance yeah. together. And then... Yeah, no, I mean, that'd be great. <sighs> I'd be crying. It'd be amazing. Um, the only reason, not the, uh, the reason I would possibly overlook that is if like it was all set up. So then like, you know, in like 10 or 15 years from now, there's like another huge event and then Cap comes back after everybody thought he was dead, but it's like the different cap that traveled back in time, but he's aged up now because, you know, Chris Evans is in his like fifties. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, it's old man cap. That's kind of cool. But it's like, no, I've been around this whole time. It's like, what? Wearing a trench coat. Yeah. And shades. Ooh. Like, I think that'd be cool. You'd have um, to really but that gets into my, my last point I want to mention. Okay. Um, but I, we're, we're ahead of, we're getting too far ahead. Gotcha. Um, roll back, roll back, take it back. Um, if they, don't want to kill cap Mm -hmm. you can just like put him to head of shield that's happened before in the comics um i feel like that would make sense that would keep him somewhat out of action he can just be behind the scenes controlling things and chris evans only has to appear like once every two or three years and for like five minutes but still get like 10 million dollars and doesn't have to stay in like tip-top shape he can just like put on a trench coat and some glasses and Mm -hmm. be cool um black widow hawkeye more tough but they're also kind of easier they're just like hey, they just don't, don't do it anymore they just retire yeah they go do their own thing and that's fine and then hulk mm-hmm. is just like does whatever he wants you don't want to come out anymore yeah <laughs> okay i'll go be a doctor yeah and then so be a doctor um but i think as far as kind of why they need to or why would they kill i think the best answer isn't even a story answer it's the contracts mm-hmm. it's the you know, the hefty paydays, it's the actors themselves being like, you know, like I love playing like Chris Owens. He loves playing Captain America, but he's that's like been most of his time for the lot since 2009. I can only name three, four films that he's been in outside of those. The Gifted or not. not uh, yeah. No, Gifted. Gifted Snowpiercer. Uh, Snowpiercer. Some and, romantic comedy on Netflix. Uh, Really? Yeah, or not romantic comedy, but it's like a romance movie. He did some movie about a before we go. No, some movie about a trumpet that he directed with Alice Eve. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, the only thing I think of. But like he's like that's that's the point though. Like he spent so much time playing Cap, and he loves it. But like he also wants to do other things, like Knives Out or that disaster movie with Neil Blomkamp. Like mm-hmm. he wants to go beyond just being Captain America. Like he yeah. did a stage play on Broadway. Like he wants to do other things and his contract is up. Rob Downey Jr.'s contract is up. They, both of them require very large paydays. Probably Chris Hemsworth does as well. There's rumors that Scarlett Johansson will get $20 million for her Black Widow solo movie, which doesn't confirm that she doesn't die. It's reportedly a prequel potentially. So like if you're Marvel and you're looking at, okay, well we got, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch waiting in the wings, Chadwick Boseman, Tom Holland, Brie Larson. Um, we got all of these up and coming stars that we're going to have to start paying 10, 15, 20, $30 million. We can't afford to keep these guys around right. without making $500 million 
movies every single time. Precisely. You have a stable of Academy Award, Emmy, and Golden Globe winners just hanging around. They're, they're your B players, and you're going to make them your A players, mm-hmm. especially because Tom Holland's and Doctor Strange are a great dynamic duel, mm-hmm. or can be, have the potential to be. Um, Brie Larson, we're going to want to see Captain Marvel for like eight movies probably. Yeah. So, And she's not cheap. So, no. ex- I mean, or she shouldn't be anyway. It probably isn't. Yeah, I imagine not. So, sorry, that sounded glib to you. <laughs> I was like, like dismissive. Oh, no. Um, so, and that's like another one of the big things is you've got to get rid of these people. Mm-hmm. You should get rid of these people, not only because eventually it's going to be tedious to be like, cut to Captain America. Oh, there he is. Come help us. Oh, nope, he's just going to give us some advice. Okay, see ya, bye. Yeah. Especially if he's still, like, aged. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, once age sets in, you can only do so, put so much makeup <laughs> on these people before you're like, okay, we're going to have to kill them somehow, some way. Yeah. Why not make it one of your big events? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do it all at once, even. Just have some big mega death ray coming down, and only <laughs> Captain America's shield with Thor's hammer can repel it with the help of Iron Man flying them both into the sun. Wow. Uh, that, would, that, would get, that, would, that would do it, right? I got that image. That that could work with Sylvester's score going. What? I thought that was in the middle of the scene. Oh, I thought we were like riding off into the sun. No, that's happening like as they're going up to the sun. Like the music is playing, it's growing. You're crying as they're all about to die, and they're crying as they're about to die. The Chris's just look at each other in the eyes, and it's the end. This is the Chris's. Oh, Chris Hemsworth and Evans. That's right. Yeah, then Pratt's like around. <laughs> I was like, wait, Chris Pratt's like gone. Okay, yeah, I got you. I Chris Star-Lord takes them up instead of Iron Man because he uses his jet boots. Ah, as a way. No, but he's got a sequel yeah, coming I around. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want Star-Lord to die. No, me neither. Um, I just want to see the third Guardians of the Galaxy get made. Yeah, eventually. Point, but great point. The point about the contract is like the biggest undergirding thing other than story for mm-hmm. me. It's just you you can't pay these people for infinity and beyond, especially if you're going to want to keep the actors that you've got. I mean, there's an argument to be made, make them Sam Jackson style players mm-hmm. show up once or twice or de-aged for a, um, sidewinder movie yeah. or a prequel movie like we've got with Captain Marvel. That's fine. Maybe Robert Downey Jr. Is good for that role since his powers seem to be, stemming from the suit in Uh his intellect rather than, you know, any sense of duty or enhancement that he's been gifted with. But also Robert Downey Jr. is getting too, not too old, but he's probably getting tired of it. I don't know. He shows up, he wears a sweatsuit and gets paid $50 million. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He should probably be pretty happy. But when, I mean, working those hours for 20 20 minutes of screen time, depending on the movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's... A lot better than his Iron Man. I mean, like his solo days where you, that's like one of the reasons he said like he would, he re-upped his contract for like Civil War and beyond was because he's like, well, I don't have to like lead a movie. Mm -hmm. Like it's just showing up. I get half, I get half the work, but I still get full pay. Yeah, good point. (laughs) So I, I, I feel like he, I mean, yes, it may not be the thing he wants to do for the rest of his life, obviously. I mean, he has the Dr. Doolittle movie coming out. Mm-hmm. They're working on Sherlock Holmes 3. Um, we'll see if he ever gets back into dramatic stuff as well. Like, you know, like he wants to do more. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has lined up Men in Black. Um, he's got a new franchise potentially in that. So, like, these people are building up portfolios for a post-MCU career. 
But also, if you're those people, like, you know, Chris Hemsworth has tried that before. He's tried to do his own thing, Black Hat, um, some other things uh, in the heart of the sea. That's it, though. Just two really bad movies. Yeah, but, like, I mean, Evans's three projects didn't work. The Judge, that Rob Downey Jr., I think that's, like, the one oh non-MCU movie Downey's done the last, like, five to six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them have been very successful. I mean, the only one that's kind of had success on their own is Scarlett Johansson through, like, Lucy. And that was... that. Maybe in like a what, Lucy? Lucy that made was, a lot of money. Did it really? Yeah, it made like five hundred million dollars. I want to say. All right. Well, Snowpiercer is a heck of a genre film. Yeah. No. I'm, I mean, it's great, but I'm like in terms of like box office. Okay. Fair. Um. You know, like these guys haven't proven necessarily that they still have sure the you know all right we demand top dollar and everything fair. It's like why like Chris Pine is like I'm not gonna and Chris Hemsworth is like I'm not gonna do Star Trek Four unless you're gonna pay me top dollar mm-hmm. and Star Trek Four is like. Eh, we'll just do it without you, I guess. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't think you are what is driving people. It's the name brand. So uh it's just it's just it's just interesting, I guess. Okay. Um, but the last point I want to make is it's a selfish one, I'll admit. You don't want them to. I well, I, yeah, I mean I don't want them to die. Um, but I also I mean, I'm trying to channel my inner Kevin Feige here. All right. And I'm thinking, you know, this would obviously the timeline doesn't work as well potentially but maybe while you're developing avengers 3 and 4 that's when there's conversations happening that fox may be looking to sell that disney's interested that you're gonna get x-men and fantastic four potentially and you're like hmm i would love to see hulk and wolverine on screen together i'd love to see tony stark and reed richards together on the big screen i'd love to see cap and magneto or something like i want to see like those combinations on screen that's what kevin feige's marvel brain's thinking he's like but man you know we were gonna we were gonna kill him in avengers 4 mm-hmm. what if we didn't what if we didn't kill him what could we do instead and he comes up with some grand conclusion that only kevin feige and marcus mcfeely and the russos are capable of coming up with not myself and they figure out a way to keep them around but again put push them to the side let Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, the Guardians uh, continue to rise and be the new face of the MCU. And then you introduce the X-Men and Fantastic Four. And then mm. in like, you know, a decade, 15 years from now, when like, you know, you just need an extra boost. You say it's uh, it's X-Men versus Avengers or it's Avengers um, Secret Wars. Uh, secret invasion whatever the storyline is it's an epic storyline and they pull their own force awakens kind of move and they're like and here's chris evans back and chris helmsworth is back and rob Downey jr is back the excitement for that movie would just be insane i don't know if it's the best for a story perspective again but it just selfishly the potential of not seeing them on screen for 10 years and then them coming back to those roles for this huge conclusion, maybe the the finale of the MCU itself potentially. Mm-hmm. I I think that would be pretty cool to see. So again, I don't know if it's the best move to make, but it is one in my mind that would be so epic that I'm willing to maybe overlook some other more rational lines of thinking <laughs> just <laughs> okay. to see it happen. When you okay, I mean, uh, when you speak of the words conclusion of the mcu itself i'll let you do anything 
really. Yeah, you but, don't care about continuity. The, but the promise of that is probably 20 years away? Maybe. I mean, really. And with the X-Men properties that, and Fantastic Four, that only just pushes everything further and further mm-hmm. along because you... And yes, that adds a different dynamic where you're like, I would love, love to see what these other people do. Like, the joy of these movies is what kind of concoctions and formulas can you make with all these characters? And that's why Avengers and um, is so fun. That's why Infinity War is so fun. But it's just every, I mean, we movies by their very nature have happy endings mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, Captain America... He doesn't get really get one in the first Avenger, but he doesn't really get any. Doesn't really get one at in all. Any of his, really. So again, he needs a happy ending. He can't die. Uh, precisely. So he <laughs> maybe he is primed for his own. But Robert Downey Jr. in all the every one of his Iron Mans has sort of a happy ending. Yeah, to his. I am Iron Man. Has Iron Man two end? Um, he... I don't want to rejoin the Avengers. That's or true. no, you can't. He, got, he gets rejected. So that's kind of sad. Right. Um. And then Iron Man 3 ends with everything being destroyed. And he's happy. And he's, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Again. So it wraps up really nicely. But he's also engaged to Pepper at that point. Or no, he's, no. they're on solid ground again. Yeah. <laughs> and seem to be on their way to engagement or they're pre-engaged. Even his, his role in Spider-Man Homecoming is like, okay, we're going to get you engaged this time around. Yeah. And Infinity War... It's like, all right, we'll either you're either going to be a father by the end of this movie, or you'll be married by the end of this two film arc. So, yeah, um, I think I lost my train of thought. But the point is, y- you've got to close the book mm-hmm. eventually on these yeah. movies, or else it's just like, oh, we get it happily ever after. It's kind of why the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi are so good. Jumping back to our Star Wars comparisons, is because they don't say that there's no happily ever after for Han Solo. Mm-hmm. There's no happily ever after for Luke. Kind of, but no. Yeah, actually, there's a happy ever after. He's at peace with himself again, which yeah. is good. But also, he's disappearing into a shroud. Mm-hmm. But then we'll get a happily ever after we'll in be episode back. nine. Yeah. But there's that idea. Like, eventually, we're just going to be like, all right, we get it. And then they lived happily ever after. And then they lived happily yeah, ever after. And I yeah. think that's going to be one of the greatest criticisms of these movies if we keep getting to the point where they're like, Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Your friend, that B character we were just introduced to, you know, thirty minute, thirty to forty minutes ago, or at the beginning of the movie, died. But at least you get to live on. And then it's kind of the point where, like, yeah, no, okay. I, I, I get that. Like, if Avengers four ends, and, like, literally everybody's back alive, happy. Mm-hmm. It's a wedding. What it's whatever the ending is. It's like, oh, that's so sweet. But it's like, wait, but like they just beat Thanos, and there's no consequence. Then it would be like, oh man, like that's. That could be a little deflating, potentially, but again, it's all depending on the execution. Sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, yes, this big question is not in regards to, ev- it's not a all or none, necessarily. I feel like mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of maybe debating it like that, potentially, um, but like... Yeah. I would definitely accept one, one person, just one. Yeah, like if, if, if it was, even if it was Cap, which I don't, I don't want to see Cap die. No. But if Cap's the one to go and he picks up a reformed Mjolnir and proves he's worthy and is the one to stand toe-to-toe with Thanos and defeat him, but he does it, you know, sacrificed himself, 
like that'd be a pretty heroic ending. I'd I'd be sad because then sure. it'd be no more cap, but then it also like it gives some real stakes to this movie, gives some real stakes to the universe, and I get all that. Just again, I think it's just an emotional, selfish thing on my part of like, do they do they really need to Marvel? Do you? <laughs> Do you have to? They've proven they don't have it's, to. It's really this is really just me like trying to beg Marvel not to crush my soul next, currently May third, but really it's going to be late April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and like yeah, I, I'll, I will agree with you. Like some of the things like you've kind of the pictures you painted for me are like oh, that would be so that'd be so nice. That's lovely, perfect, <laughs> great. But I'm just I want to see something that matters happen. You know, mm-hmm. like I just, I mean, not that death is the only thing that matters and other things do. And it's foolish to say otherwise that sacrificing your life is like the only thing that yeah, you can that, do. Yeah, that's that, the most heroic thing correct, possible. Correct. Um, but putting your life on the line for others. Definitely is. Absolutely. And judging by leaked images of Thanos that I've seen recently floating around, um, the dude is going to take, you know, it's, you're, someone's got to have to do something exceptional. Well, he's got that giant sword now. And precisely. I don't know if I could say that or not. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool sword. It's very cool. Um, but it also looks primed to stab a couple people in the chest. <laughs> exactly. Or like three or four people like at, at the same time. time yeah. Like, it's like a big fell swoop and yep. it's like a shish kebab. Um, oh, we had an Avengers just kebab. <laughs> so sad. Um, you know, like, and obviously Captain Marvel will save the day. But up until that point, I, I just again I'm going to come back to this idea that um, it's time to say goodbye for real to someone. Happy Trails is well and good. Come on, kid, let's go home. That's well and good. I'm too old for this. See ya. That's all well and good. But when you have a machine that's going to just keep turning and turning and turning over for the next decade at least. Mm-hmm. You need to, for the first time in franchise history, say you're not afraid of consequences. Yeah. And they've begun to introduce that with Thanos in Avengers 3. Mm -hmm. But 4 has to say, here's some real ones. Yeah. Because, like I said at the top of the show, Tom Holland's sequel was already being shot or Mm -hmm. was in basically the final stages of pre-production or early stages of production mm-hmm. when he faded to dust. Yeah. And we know there's at least two other snapped victims that are in that movie. So precisely. I don't want to be cheapened anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to feel cheapened anymore. Cause it's like, Oh no, not Tom Holland. Well, he's got another movie coming out. Right. That was my immediate reaction. Leaving the theater, like the theater audience, mm-hmm. not like after the movie, ended. after the movie, ended, I was like, Oh, whoa. Yeah. But, you get my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it's, 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 it's a tough thing of knowing like what's happening in the larger scheme of the universe versus what's happening currently in the story. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Um, again, I, I, I don't think they need to. I think there's a way to get around it. Yes. Um, but at the same time, if you if you had to if I had to put like my life savings on the line, mm-hmm. like all right, you know, are they going to kill an original member? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Somebody's going to go, whether it's Robert Downey Jr. or Cap. Um, those are probably the two big ones. But then, again, just the last thing I want to mention, uh, 
people have been saying the same thing about Civil War. Oh, Cap or Iron Man, they're yeah. going. And that Infinity War was like, Cap or Iron Man, they're going for sure. And they made it out alive both times. So yep. third time's the charm. <laughs> you make it out again. <laughs> we oh, yeah, There's just, there's, there's a, I'm getting a different sense about this film. Yeah. Especially if it's called Avengers Annihilation. Yeah, which is, it's, it's the rumor. We'll see. I'm just not 100% sold on it. Was I okay to say that? Yeah. It definitely looks like Ruffalo said that, though. I will say that. What do you mean it looks like? It? His mouth is covered up. Well, the top part of it. But maybe I'm just like projecting uh, yeah. onto it. I remember, I'm gonna, I forgot to tweet this out earlier. I'm going to do it after we wrap. Uh, I remember during the Civil War trailer, there's a shot of uh, Bucky pushing his metal arm into Tony's arc reactor. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming. And people are like, oh, he, he just said Steve's dead. He just said Steve's dead. They they killed Cap, and that's not what happened. He, yeah, he was just true. he was just screaming. So uh, there's a lot of expert lip readers and facial um, experts out there. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. um, so I'm just weary about it. Uh, we'll see. The bit though on Kimball was perfect. The, the bit was incredible. Um, I love the troll job by Marvel, and makes me it, it just makes me wonder if they were like, even if that was the title mm-hmm. as of two days ago, as of this recording, like. Did they have a backup title? Could they change it? It's <laughs> like a good question. they haven't done any marketing for yeah. it. So theoretically, if they really just wanted to say screw you to the guy mm-hmm. who leaked it, uh, they could change it. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, again, and tunes could be completely changed once we get a title, once we get a trailer, and it's just like I feel like the trailer would be pretty dour and be like, this is like consequences are coming. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if the title is Avengers Annihilation and then nobody is annihilated, <laughs> it's a, that, right. it sets certain expectations mm-hmm. right off the bat. So uh, we will see how it all plays out. We still have uh, like six, seven, eight months. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's weird. Oh gosh. It's too long until mm-hmm. Avengers 4. So uh, we'll have plenty year. of coverage on Friends of Film as we continue. Um, and again, if you guys have any big questions regarding Avengers 4, be sure to tweet us at Friends of Film. You can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, just Joshua Ryan. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet more, plus our iTunes, and give us a five-star review. On that note, thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of Film podcast. Josh, thank you for stopping in, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes.